Hi, and welcome to a brand new episode of Record Talk Listen. My name is Lydia, and thank you so much for joining me. Today's show is sponsored by Frostburg Fiber Depot. Frostburg Fiber Depot is located at 9 West Main Street in Frostburg, Maryland, and the shop features lovely American-made yarn and yarns from select international makers. If you are new to knitting or you just want to expand your talents, they offer a wide variety of classes from beginner to expert. Make sure to stop in, sign up online, and check out their wonderful website at frostburgfiberdepot.com. So on today's show, we were lucky enough to talk with Brian Oxford. And for those of you familiar with the show, he was featured about uh, about a year ago, I guess, maybe a little bit more. Um, and I had the opportunity to go to Oakland and talk to him at his pork shop. Um, and it was it's a work co-working space for people in the technology field. They have high internet, high speed internet access and printers and things like that. And it uh, serves as a facility for people to use. Um, there's membership fees and stuff like that. So make sure to check out their website. Um, and also, he works with Dante's. And he, we talk about some live music coming up in January. It's been dubbed January. Um, so make sure to get out of your house this winter and support your local artists. Speaking of supporting local artists, uh, you should also support your local farmers. Leaning Pine Farm has been raising 100% pasture-raised beef since 2003. Uh, uh, They offer pasture-raised beef packages for your family at wholesale rates. Uh, You can also find them um, if you're looking for them and don't want to make a trip to the farm. You can find them at Wholesome Harvest, and they're located on Main Street in Frostburg. For more information about Leaning Pine Farm, go to their website at www.leaningpinefarm.com. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode with Brian Oxford. Brian Oxford, you're back. This is my second one. It's your second one. Thanks. And we're in Oakland. This time I made you come to me. I kept my promise. I got a portable recording device. So. And you did well with the Tascam. I've seen the Zoom H4Ns. Those um, are really nice. The Zooms are nice, but the yeah. Tascam is equally as nice. I, I dig it. We're going to geek out for a minute, guys, on, on gear. But I, I dig it because it has the condenser mics at the top, which can go in X or Y formation. Mm-hmm. And then you also have your output, so we can bring like, super nice mics and get quality sound. Yeah, it's people. great. So I see these a lot in the uh, music world. So like at the live shows, you can have you can plug in the XLR mics if you have some super nice uh, you know shotgun mics. Mics, but yeah. if you want to, you can just use the onboard microphones, and they work just as nice. They're really great. They pick up a lot of, a lot Re- of sound. and records to SD <laughs> uh, yes. card, and you just super pop in nice. your computer and get the editing. Yeah, it's it's super great. So, um, yeah, I haven't used it too much, but I am really enjoying it much as much as I've used I it. I want one. All right. Well, we need one at Dante's. I think so. Speaking of Dante's, uh, you've got this thing called Jamuary happening? Well, it's been dubbed Jamuary. Yeah, we didn't call it that. Uh, it just so happens on Facebook is everybody's calling it Jamuary. And I like that name. I think so it's good, cool. It's good. Yeah. It's good to get public feedback. Yeah. Um, it incorporates the whole, I mean, the month and the activity. So yeah. I think it's pretty cool. That's great. So um, yeah. I, some... You know, uh, we do. We have a lot of music coming up. Um, I don't know. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I do know that the big one is the uh, John K show. I know a lot okay. of people are excited for that one. So... The tickets are available online. They probably will sell out. Oh. So... Charlie was saying it's going to sell out. Okay. So if Charlie says it's going to sell out, it's probably going to sell out. So if you're hearing this, buy your tickets. You can get them online. Yep. Cool. Um, and 
For those who don't know, this well, guy. Well, John Kay is a fantastic guitarist, and he was in the Dark Star Orchestra and further both uh, Grateful Dead bands. Yeah. Um, and he does uh, is known for doing J- Jerry Garcia's guitar Parts, sections. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So he's a... So he's a shredder. Nice. And he has he's famous. Relatively famous. Yeah, absolutely. So um, when is he coming? January. We don't have a phone. It's 13th. No. Okay. All right, let me flip this around. 13th or 14th. Okay. Let me pull my laptop in front of me. Cool. So yeah, I think it's the 13th. Okay. Um, and then you've got like Fletcher's Grove and Broccoli Samurai and some pretty awesome Yeah, January 13th. January and then 13th. the 14th is Fletcher's Grove with Deer Groove in the Forest. And the Fletcher's Grove, they've been around a bunch. They've been around forever. I mean, yeah. you've seen them a bunch? Uh, we absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're more, mainly like Appalachian jam rock, right? So I just have such a hard it. time with genres, but that sounds, yeah. yeah. Sounds right? Yeah, sounds I mean, right. They're, they're a Morgantown band. They do the jam band, um, uh, and, you know, they do a lot of covers and a lot of their own originals, and they've just been around forever. Ryan and Wes and that band, really good dudes. And then the Deer Groove in the Forest, that's a local band. Really? Yeah, so that's our buddy. I don't know if you've been up to Dante's and met a, met a guy named Reese, but Reese plays in that band. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're up and coming, and, and they're local. fun to watch. It's cool. So you should definitely support your local artists, and that's on the 14th of January. If you can't make it for the John K. show, then then come for that. And then Broccoli Samurai, which is a great name. What, <laughs> <laughs> what, what are they all about? Um, they do the electronic jam funk uh Honestly, they have zero vocal. They have one song with one word in it. Okay, so it's so all instrumental. It's then. all instrumental, okay. electronic, cool. and it's dance, dance jam. Dance jam. So if you just want to like tune yep. out and get your groove on, that would be the band to go see. And that's the 20th of January. Yep. And then the 21st is The Reckoning. Everybody knows The Reckoning. It is yep. a great and they sold cover out. band. They Did sold they really? Out. They sold out the last show. So this is another sellout one. Can you get tickets for that online? I think it's available online. I'm not 100% sure. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it yep, is. It yeah, is. absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah, so you guys have jam-packed. and then So the shows at Dante's have been doing really well. A lot, yeah. It's been getting a lot of good turnouts. Um, and, I mean, I don't know. It, it was. It's kind of surprising, you know, because the weather's just been so weird. So I don't know. Yeah. The weather really does affect live music. Absolutely, for traveling of the bands and, and people coming to see it yeah. and opening the bar. Like, and yeah, I don't know. I was always like, weather doesn't matter, but it truly does. It absolutely does. With the live music. Yeah. It truly does. And you want people to be safe, so you don't want them to, to uh, crash or anything. I think the last time I saw you guys out at Dante's was the um, Halloween show. No. Nope. No. Nope. Holiday shop. Well, we were there for the holiday shop. That's when I saw you. But the last music thing, we were there for the Cadillac Cowboys. Yeah. And that was great. That was, was fun. a lot of fun. It's just a really Those great guys... Event. I remember the first time I was working Dante's and Cadillac Cowboys, I, and I've told them this to their face, so I don't feel bad saying it. But, like, <laughs> but growing up in uh, Garrett County and Deep Creek, there's there's the Honey Honey Bar and the yeah. Black Bear, and the bands they recycle the bands a lot. Uh-huh. And Cadillac Cowboys was in that rotation, Absolutely. so I always kind of looked at them as like, oh, they're a Deep Creek band. Mm-hmm. When I was starting to work up at Dante's, Charlie was like, "We got Cadillac Cowboys," and he was so excited. And I was like, "Dude, like." Cadillac Cowboys, they play up a Deep Creek all. He's like, yeah, but they're awesome. They're yeah, good they, dudes. Yeah, they party. So and like, I was like, all right, yeah. whatever. And then I saw Cadillac Cowboys at Dante's, and we had so much fun. Yeah. They do. They bring their own crowd, and I don't know. It's, it's just one of those shows. That, it's an like, early show for us old people. Okay. See, and I didn't know. I didn't realize that 
you know, the, the Frostburg Cumberland locals show up to that and they have fun and they bring their own crowd. And it yeah. truly is one of my favorite nights at Dante's is the Cadillac Cowboys show. It's awesome. And <laughs> I know I tell Charlie this all the time, like we would come out earlier in our younger days, we would be able to rage and then go to work and not have a problem, but <laughs> it's <laughs> the recovery time is a little longer these yeah. days. So it's, um, you know, when you got to be up early, it's not conducive to that, but Early shows with Cadillac Cowboys are always awesome. So be on the lookout for those. Uh, what else has been going on? Oh, the Holiday Shop. The Holiday Shop was great at Dante's this year. It was jam-packed full of local vendors. A lot um, of good vendors out there. You know, from handmade soaps and um, knits, like hats and gloves and mm-hmm. scarves and stained glass. And you know what I noticed a lot at the Holiday Shop was yeah. the the bees, bee stuff. Bee stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like Sandy Arnold, she was she mm-hmm. was on the podcast. And Irish and Christina. Yeah, I mean there's just some really great stuff. Yeah. And it's I don't know, that whole thing, the whole bee thing is it's really important. Kinda, it's really kind it's of super important. I just I don't know, some, I went home and researched it a little bit and just yeah. was checking it out, man. It is mind blowing. There's seven species of bees now on the endangered species list. So it's like an a pretty important thing because if the bees die, then we're not that far off okay i didn't read into it that far i just yeah. was seeing all the stuff they make out of it and then oh, the whole wax, yeah. way that they colonize and the whole thing is just it's insane. fascinating yeah. yeah it's super fascinating <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really so cool. i'm glad those guys are keeping it going and utilizing the absolutely. byproducts or whatever absolutely and, and keeping healthy hives and education and there's a huge beekeeping um society in allegheny is county. there yeah and i'm sure pretty sure probably garrett county as well so if then the old uh beekeepers and I say that with all the love and affection that have been through a lot of problems or like with different mites or anything like that are very, very helpful to, and want and encourage new beekeepers. So okay. See, I always wondered cool. about that because the beginner beekeepers, you would think that, you know, I don't know, it would just be so easy for them to kill them. Yeah. I mean, a lot can go wrong and it, yeah. can, and it could be you or it could just be environmental. Thousands of bees. True. So our so. beginner beekeepers are welcome, you're saying? Absolutely. They okay. have um, classes that you can take yeah. with experienced um, beekeepers. And so it's like, it's super cool. So, and there's a Garden City Bee episode on our website. Have You'll out. have to definitely check it out. It's super. It's su- full of great information. So, but the holiday shop had a bunch of bee stuff. Yeah. There was uh, a lot of good art. Um, of course, there was the, the ladies from Tattoo Nouveau. How do you yeah, say Nouveau. that? Nouveau. Nouveau. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's a type of art. It, Nouveau. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm ignorant. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, it was uh, Chelsea and Jess, or Chelsea, uh, Je- Jessica. Yeah. And um, Chelsea did a color. And there was book? Mike Edelman art up there, which yeah. is always awesome to look at. Super fun. And also, oh, and then at the Small Business Saturday, Hannah was set up with her art. Have you, you checked yeah, out her metal I art? Did. Fantastic yeah. It's as super well. Super good. Yeah. Small Business Saturday, I must say, you helped design the website for Frostburg First, mm-hmm. which is killing it, by the way. It gets a lot of good traffic. It gets a lot of great traffic. I think traffic. That that's because of Jess P. and Absolutely. Jess Palumbo is and doing Bethany a great job. And Bethany. those yeah, guys are yeah. getting, they're, they're killing it on the social media right now. They are. And, they, you know, I think it's really, in, I would like to say from a personal standpoint that, like, anytime I tweet about their episodes to try to get out about Small Business Saturday. Heavy and traffic. To get out, heavy traffic. And really supportive and very... Um, it's a give and take for sure, and I really enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know that I listen to listen to those episodes, and I don't know, there's a lot of good information, and yeah. you know, Jess P's well spoken. Absolutely, I mean, and she in tells a fun, you about friendly way. Absolutely, you know? and, and she tells you about um, events that they've done in the past and how successful they were, and maybe what they could do differently, and how you can get involved, which is really cool. And I, I really enjoyed um, her talking about how they're getting the college more involved 
with activities involved on Main Street and Frostburg and the different and businesses. Crucial. And it's it's really great. And a lot of students gave her feedback like, we had no idea these businesses were even here. How, we, and we were like four or five blocks away, you know. So it was it's really cool. And then to get this small business revolution uh, mm-hmm. tap on the shoulder that Frostburg Yeah, I noticed picked. that. That's kind of a big deal. I it's mean, a huge that deal. That they're even just recognized as a nice yeah, thing. Top but, five. But then, yeah. too, if they win... That's a big deal for Frostburg. Yeah. And was it like the prize like a half a million? It's a half a million dollar yeah. Main Street revamp revitalization. So. Which, have you heard about like what, what that would... I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's part of what they have. Half a million is a lot, but then again, it's kind of not. But it's better than nothing. Oh, of course. I think it's a really great um, acknowledgement, and I think I just wonder how far it spreads. Is all I don't know. What they were were planning on doing. I know that they had like one plan to spend it, splurge it all on one awesome thing. You know, I don't know. That these are questions for Jess. So we'll have to have her come back on. I think that she's going to come back on in February. Um, But I do know that they are having community meetings about um, the small business revolution. So if you have questions or things like that, they are holding public meetings and you can check out their Facebook page at Frostburg First uh, on Facebook or on their website probably. Awesome. Yeah, I know that the whole small business revolution right now is big. It's a, it's a, it's a good time to, to, be, uh, to be creative, a young entrepreneur yeah. and just going for it. I think so. I mean, even in Cumberland, we have new places that are starting to open up and they just did um, some grants um, through, I think it was $100,000 in grants for to develop a business downtown in Cumberland. And they just awarded those grants. And, and it, that's exciting to hear mm-hmm. that you've got some somebody out there kind of turning the wheels a little bit to try yeah. to get new and Well, that's like a little bit of like on the bigger level, but I'm even excited to see just like all the artisans out at the holiday shops Absolutely, too. yeah. Just, you know, the people who aren't thinking brick and mortar, but they're still going for they're it. They're still going for it with Etsy pages or yeah. Facebook pages or what, however yeah, they're how they selling hustling? the product. Exactly, however they're hustling it, yeah. which is cool. And it's neat to see them all at Dante's because that gives them face-to-face with their customers they might not have ever and met. Not, and their competitors or like inspiration, you know? Yeah, or, collab- an, uh, or an collaboration to collaborate yeah. with somebody yeah. i think it's really that great. was kind of the one thing i did notice is that frostburg does a really good job on collaboration over competition i agree yeah everybody wants to everybody boost wants, each other yeah everybody wants everybody else to succeed because when they've got the i think that they have hit the nail on the head when everybody's if one person succeeds everybody succeeds yep. so i think that that is a that's really great yeah and i think that there's kind of like an, an unsaid Hey, if we're succeeding, we're going to make sure that you're succeeding too. Absolutely. You know, like, and I know if you need that help, we're here. To I help know that you. at Dante's we do that. Like as we're having big nights, we try to just pass it on, spread it on. Absolutely, you know? yeah, and that's part of having just good karma. Mm-hmm. I think, especially in a small area. Mm-hmm. So, um, speaking of new ventures, we need to talk about your new venture. Okay, yeah, okay, we can talk about the quirk shops. Quirk shops, yep. yeah. So essentially, I've been uh, so I spent a half of my time in Oakland. I live in Oakland. Yeah. And I spend the other half of my time in Frostburg. Okay. Um, and so while I'm in Oakland, I do, of course, the uh, web social media kind of uh, photo video game here. Yeah. And I do a lot of websites for local clients. Yeah. Um, I do Smiley's and Pine Lodge and okay. and a couple other other websites. But um, I've been I've been working in this place called the Q Workshop or Quirk Shop. Okay. Quirk right? Shop. And I'm not sure why it's called the Q Workshop. I want to. I I like to pretend like it stands for quality. I think so. Quality workshop. Sure, that sounds right? that workshop. sounds perfect. Plus, yeah. it has a cool name. It's quirk, yeah. quirky. Quirky. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so anyway, so the quirk, sh- quirk Station is a creative community, and it is a place that is owned by one person. And his his 
ideas is that he eventually wants the community, the creative community here to buy the business from him and kind of self-own itself. Okay, All yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so essentially there's a monthly fee and there's a nice office space here to to work out of, um, you know, desks everywhere, plug-in ports, fast internet printers. Yeah. And, and there's a few of us that work in here now, a couple web guys, a couple graphic guys, a illustration artist. And so we've decided Oakland's going through right now a revitalization process to where they got a grant and they had a company come in town and kind of assessed our our town. Yeah. And so they say, here's the things that you're doing that are good. Here's the things that could be improved. Here's the things. Stop doing them. They're costing you money. Right. Um, And they had a big couple town meetings to where uh, 60, 70, 100 people showed up kind of to give their input. And they've they've gotten all this data back from everybody. And essentially what people want is they want things to do. Right. Yeah. And so well, everybody does. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so essentially and uh Oakland Cliff, if you've ever been downtown Oakland after five o'clock, uh the business is closed and it yeah. is a ghost town right down second and main street. And everybody knows that that's an issue. If you want sure. things to do, you have to make things to do. So mm-hmm. we've decided at the Quirk Station that we were going to make something to do on Wednesday nights. You yeah. can come and come to our quirk shops, yeah. and it is basically a free hour or two where we uh, hang out and geek out together. But, yeah. but to have a little bit of structure, we have some people leading it, uh, and so essentially that's why you're here tonight. Yeah, is, exactly. Uh, we're gonna we discussed your your podcast, what you do when you're when you're podcasting, what inspires you through that, and yeah. now we're actually doing a podcast. We are so. doing a podcast. Yeah. So this is this is cool. Um, yeah. But. Uh, you know, so we're trying to work on attendance with with the quirk shops, yeah. and uh, we're just trying to spread awareness. And you mentioned a good idea about traveling quirk shops. I think you should have traveling quirk shops. Yeah, we shouldn't just always have it here, right? I mean, it's the idea because the type of work that you do is mobile. Yeah, sure. So, um, what better way to to prove that point yeah. than to make it a mobile learning? Well, and I mean, I have friends and connections from all over the tri-state area yeah. kaiser morgantown Fro- sure. uh, frostburg cumberland you know why not why not uh geek out with those guys in sure. their in their setting right exactly and then maybe you know if people from morgantown would then come here and you could yep. have if you have a bunch of traveling quirk shops then you can have maybe like an annual event I like it. in oakland so you can get everybody to come so i like that idea of good. having some having some quirk shops in other venues That's sure a good plan i think it's so fun. essentially what we do is we just get together we hang out uh, the last couple ones we had uh, we had a gentleman come in and talk about photography and stock photography. Cool. Uh, he's big time into taking photos, putting them up on the stock photography websites, and he makes a little bit of bucks. Just uh, he, he travels all over. He goes to Haiti three or four times a year, okay. and uh, he takes photos that are like National Geographic worthy. And so he goes, "Hey, man, I'm not a National Geographic photographer. I'm going to stick them up here on these uh, stock photography websites." Sure. And, and so some companies, when they're making brochures or advertising or whatever, we'll I'm not, I don't know if you're that. familiar with this. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so companies for people who aren't companies who are making a brochure or a menu for their business, they need a picture of, uh, say, a family eating lunch in a park. Well, they right. go to a stock photography website, and you can purchase a, f- a picture of a family eating lunch in a park, right? Um, for three ninety nine or twenty five ninety nine. I right. don't, I don't know what the prices are, but anyway, Paul well, is big time into that, That's good. and he taught us about stock photography. Um, we did a couple on Photoshop. We did one on uh, Adobe Lightroom. Uh, we have a, 
let's see, coming up, we have a friend, Tira Crawford's going to come in. She she kind of, I don't know if she's played at Dante's once. I don't know if she's okay. ever played in Frostburg or Cumberland, but she has a band. Okay. And uh, she does this uh, Appalachian folk rock kind of okay. kind of genre. And um, so she's, she plays locally a lot, and uh, she's got a pretty nice following here. She's going to come talk about music marketing. Oh, that's, that's yeah, good. Yeah, and kind of like really what, what she does to get gigs or yeah. what she does to kind of stay up and up on her website and social media and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, because I, I will tell you, if you if you take a breath or a break, yep, you're you lost. lose big yeah. time. That goes with anything techie, though. Yeah, I mean, that's if you take a break and you want to be like, I just can't do this anymore, I take a break, that's fine. Um, but it's all about planning. I, I think people don't realize how much work it actually does take. Well, what, for what? For social media, branding. Yeah. Branding uh, and just staying up with just blogging. Mar- just bl- yeah, it's insane. Well, okay. So I watched this. I listened to this uh, entrepreneur. His name's Gary Vaynerch- Vaynerchuk or something. But anyway, he goes Gary mm-hmm. V. Okay. Right? And Gary V is like, he's like a inspirational speaker, but he's also, uh, I forget what businesses he owns, but he's all these social Instagrams and the, he owns those kinds of companies. So okay. he's a gajillionaire, right? Right, right, right. And his job is he shows up, does TED Talks all day. Okay. So he's so awesome to listen to. Mm-hmm. I forget what we were going on with this. But anyway, he's always talking about your just consistent hustle. Yeah, Every that's day it. you have to hustle. Yeah. And if you're not, if you're not, if you're not doing the podcasts, if you're not doing the the Instagrams or the so or the the Twitters, and if you're not up on the newest ones, the Twitch and the newest stuff, yeah. you're yeah. already lost. Right. So. It's insane, and a lot of times you have a. I know for a fact that a lot of people, especially if you're trying to sell the social media marketing aspect, mm-hmm. you're trying to tell them you need to hit that. This is not just like one or two things that you're familiar with. It's not just Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. There are like thousands of other platforms mm-hmm. that you could be using to depending on what you're trying to do and trying to sell somebody something they have no idea about is difficult and you just have to basically just say just trust me and like let's try to work it out but it is a constant hustle. yeah and like you're saying there's new platforms just pop up and and even though you're you look at them you go oh another new platform and oh that looks like there's only like a thousand users on this yeah. we'll be one of those first thousand users because right. that's how you just you build and you build and you build. Exactly. Um, yeah, you got to be on them. It was so crazy. The other day I was hanging out with Charlie and uh, I was like, man, you got to get on Instagram, dude. And he yeah. was like, he's like, I am on Instagram. And he's like, I just don't ever do it. And we went and looked at his Instagram and he had like 3000 followers in one post. He yeah. set up a user profile, and because Dante's has such good branding in Frostburg, people just wanted to follow the Dante's Instagram, even though he wasn't posting. Right, to exactly. It. So you have it's the, the opposite problem that we have. Right, exactly. No, <laughs> it's I like, know. You know, it's like here we go. We got these ideas. How are we going to get three thousand people to it? Maybe we should just have Charlie do our Instagram. I don't know <laughs> what it is. How do you? And then I look at these other Instagrams, and I'm like, how do you have ten thousand followers and you're following one person? Right. Some of that. People I, buying yeah. followers. That's it. That's the thing you've got to be concerned about, too. You can't get into this game thinking it's going to be overnight sensation. Yeah, you're going to get paid even though you have 10,000 followers? Exactly. No. No, you're not. But, I mean, that's the thing you have to consider when you think about doing branding and marketing and stuff. It's you're not going to go viral overnight. Mm-hmm. You're never going to do that. I mean, You have to keep hustling and do something keep, that will go viral. That's it. But you have to establish a base because you can, like, you can be on Twitter and you can buy Twitter followers, but they're not going to follow you they're back. Not they're not going to retweet followers. you. They're not going to do any of that. Right. And um, those are all very valuable things you need. And Google and all those search engines know it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they yeah. know the quality versus the junk followers. Absolutely. So, I mean, when you're trying to get, I mean, even appropriate tagging on your website is so important for posts because, like, 
Oh yeah. I mean, if you don't, even, that's something people don't even think about. They're like, oh, I'm gonna update my website, and then they don't put appropriate tags on there. Yeah, if you aren't if you aren't filling in the keywords and your social yeah. or SEO widgets on, yeah. you're, like, you're on, you have a WordPress. WordPress yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you do you have a, a SEO plugin? Yeah, absolutely. And every post, you better fill in those keywords, yeah, and I'm talking like thirty. Ah, oh, at least, yeah, at least, and subsections, and it might not even be related to that particular episode, but it might go back to mm-hmm. previous episodes it's worth and things the extra like that. Thirty seconds to fill it out. It really is. And you know what you could do? Here's a little hack: as you could, and I don't know if you do this, but I have. I don't know if you use Mac, but I use the Notepad. Have a Notepad, yeah. and I just have like little the list, and you copy. You have and paste list, it. copy, paste list yep, for your keywords. Absolutely. Okay, good, good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you got to be careful with that too, because then Google starts to recognize that you're using the same keywords. This is true, but I use the same basic keywords like podcasting, podcaster, you know, um, audio, iTunes. You mm-hmm. can do all of those things, basic stuff that you're going to put anyway. And then because my guests are so varied, their subject matter after that is very specific. So I can just okay. kind of tailor to that so it's not the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Yeah. I don't know. I might research. Maybe you want to, I don't know, maybe you want to use the keywords that pertain to the actual post first first and then and the then secondary the keywords yeah okay, absolutely. okay okay yeah. we'll talk about it later yeah that's good but yeah keywords is crucial um but i think the people uh it's it's hard work even though you know people think that it's well, glamorous because you can work anywhere and do whatever you want you have your own schedule that's true but you in that particular day you might be doing hundred different things. At the well, same and time. then when you're talking about like editing, it's a oh whole nother God. beast. Like today I was working on a file. I was working for a, a, a company to where they, Hey, we have the prices wrong on our menu. Oh, cool. Send me over the original file and I'll change it real quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't have the original file. And I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, well, do you know what font this is? No, I don't know what font that is. Oh, well, a lot thing. of people don't realize. Yeah, yeah. So I had to retype it. You yeah, know what I mean? and that's time consuming. Yeah, I was like, well, this quick little 20-second fix just turned into an hour and a half, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And finally, you know, people don't realize that when they're bringing you a quick little Yeah, they fix. think it's something simple, and it, it really isn't. It might involve totally rewriting a website. It might be doing a bunch of other things. And I just think that the whole – and it might just be us because we live in a smaller town where tech isn't really, like, at the forefront yeah. of a lot of things um, – I know people think, oh, that's cute. She's got a podcast. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, I think just recently um, we hit two years. And I think people realized, oh, yeah, you do about one a week. And that's a lot. It I is. mean, like, to edit, to get people in. Sometimes I do more than one a week um, just to record it, to have it in the bank. But I'm just, it's just, like, it is time consuming. Plus but, all the marketing that goes along with it. But in the end, even if you don't look at it as successful, which I think your podcast is it's, successful. It's, I'm happy with it. I'm very happy okay, good, with it. Good. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, even if you weren't, you can at least say, hey, I'm archiving my memories with that's friends it. and yeah. conversations. That's so that's yeah. cool in itself. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, to once a week to be able to archive real conversations that you had, that and, is a cool and thought. And to, to see how much uh, it's changed in two years. Like in my first episode, I had no idea what I was doing. Right. And I think that, that maybe that might be a way to get people that might feel like they're way, they've aged out of technology that is total malarkey. You can like learn. You can absolutely learn. Are you talking about old people who yeah, say, people I'm too old. old. Can't do this. Right. I love those guys. Those are my clients, though. Yeah, but they're great. But I mean, at the same time, 
you you can help them learn or if somebody really wants to learn a new application i try do to it. teach them a little bit you know yeah. like it's really bad when you get the the old the old client who's like i don't even email and i'm like oh i'm well, like don't right. admit that yeah. out loud don't say that just yeah but i feel like you um have an opportunity to to just not say well i'll just take care of it you, you try to explain it to them because they are like, human but we're beings, gonna learn how to email together but we're gonna learn how to email <laughs> yeah. like we're gonna i'm gonna teach you the skill and you're gonna i'm gonna open up a whole new world to you yeah but i think that that that's good yeah and so yeah. here you are just like even further i guess we're both even further saying google search me and find me and hope right, you go exactly. to my url <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? exactly i mean the, how do we get out there yeah, I mean that's the pri- that's the the thing nobody and a lot of um, that's my biggest thing. I'll be the first to admit it is that I can make I can make a website. I can make a pretty nice website. Yeah, you can. But like I have the hardest. I don't know how to get thirty thousand people to your website tomorrow. No, that's they, a marketing strategy, and I is. wish I knew. Do you you know, know, there should if there was a formulaic equation to do, we would I got to. And I don't know if I, I could be completely wrong, but I don't think people really know. I mean, maybe it's money. It might be money. Maybe it's just money. Yeah, I mean, it might be just like Google ads. That you, you pay buy. Google and you get yeah, those kind and of, you get kind of, of hits. I mean, but that's all part of the marketing budget that you would have um, put out in front of you. If or you... it just has to be fantastic content. It I remember is, yeah. when Jess Mewson was uh, did her Grateful Dead art yeah. envelope thing. Yeah, that went viral. And I saw it. Well, you know, we we posted it. We sent it. Me and Adam Warnick together sent it to all these Grateful Dead Facebook. Sure. Things. And finally, one of them posted it, and that went, and then all then of a sudden, it just went, viral. boom, viral. And then it was on the front page of the San Francisco Chronicle. And then Chronicle. before you know it, and yeah. so I'm just thinking, like, your content has to be fantastic. Well, right. And I mean, that was. It was, yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, But for us on, like, it's just hard to, like, when hard. I'm working on so-and-so's menu for their dessert menu, it's like you don't get 30,000 people to check out a dessert menu. No, but you, I think the key is that you're still putting quality amount of work into that dessert menu, whether 30,000 people or three people look at it, yeah. you know, they're going to appreciate, I mean, you're going to appreciate the amount of work that went into it for sure. But yeah, I mean, I think this is good. I like your quirk station. Cool. I think it's good. I think it's a positive thing. I think you go mobile and then I think thousands of people will show up to your meetings. I like that. And I, you know, I was, I, I don't know. I love those. You ever go to the, um, uh, well, like the like job fair, or whatever they are, yeah. like the corporate. Yeah, absolutely. I've been to like three or four of these. Sure, right? the tech conferences. Yeah, right. And you show up, and there's all the all the. I think that the you know, and especially like the TED talks and that kind of stuff. We need this locally. I think that you could do a TED talk situation, and I think, I think that, we need a local like TED talks. Sure, thing. I would be down with that. I mean, I think that you I think do that. Frostburg. State University. You could do it at Frostburg State University. You could probably talk to their communications department. There's a lot of really, and then you've you've had a lot of them on your on your podcast. But there's a lot of like super smart people Absolutely. in our area. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I don't know. And I think we're lucky in that regard. And I think, it, and if anybody's thinking about doing tech stuff or um, podcasting, you can do it. It's not hard. You just have to kind of yeah. do a little bit of research. You just have to and, do it. And you just have to do it. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time. Um, but keep doing it, and that's how you get better with anything, especially tech. And you got to keep up with the, the latest and greatest. All right, so you know we got some Dante shows coming up. Yep. Um, that's going to be the next time I'm coming up to Frostburg. Actually, I'm coming up New Year's Eve for the okay. Common Heart show. Common Heart. Yeah, let's talk about New Year's Eve because this is going to come out. Well, it'll come out on New Year's Day. Actually, I'm show. coming out the day before. I, I feel so bad. I always, I never give this band a plug, and I always need to, and okay. I always want to. All right. Is because uh, Doctor Fiddles in the band, 
and it's the Allegheny Ramblers, and they're actually playing on what night's New Year's Eve? They're playing the night before that. Allegheny Ramblers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be um, good. But anyway, yeah, so them, and then the next night is going to be the Common Heart. And the Common Heart has blown up in Frostburg. That's good. Did you yes, know about I this? did. Yes, I've heard about the Common Heart. So I've the Common Heart has this lead, lead front man. His name's Clinton Clegg. From Jazam. Yep, and he was in Jazam. Mm-hmm. He was in a couple other bands that come through Dante's and uh, backstabbing good people. He probably did some solo stuff, but he's yeah. an amazing songwriter, and he's also an amazing vocalist. He's got this the vocals that just, I don't know, I always tell him this, and he just... I don't think he likes it when I tell him this, but I was telling him he's going the voice. Oh, because he has that. He has the voice. That he has the voice. <laughs> as soon as you hear it, I would say like three quarters of the people. As soon as he starts singing, three quarters of the people in the room get instant goosebumps. Oh, okay. well, like hey, that's that good. good. Yeah. So you should definitely check this guy. Yeah. And what if you kind get goosebumps a, when you listen to music, Clinton, he's like a funk band. Yeah. Well, no, it's, soul. It's a soul. He's got this soulful voice. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would say it's like. Uh, it's a it's a soul funk, maybe. Cool. But he did this last time they were there. The Common Heart did the second set that was the Joe Cocker. Oh, very uh, nice. It was a bunch of Joe Cocker songs from the Mad Dog and Englishman album. Nice, nice. Yeah, they, they it's one of my it favorites. Up. Yeah, that sounds really a New lot Year's of fun. Eve. New Year's and Eve. And yeah. I saw on the flyer that we're open. Normally we stay. I think they're staying open until three in the morning. Interesting. I don't know if that's right. Okay, but. If Dante stays up until three, that's going to be, that's late. It's going to be a rager. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, um, so for people that want to come and visit you guys in Oakland, where are you located? Okay, so every Wednesday, seven o'clock in Oakland, in the town parking lot, there's a building at the old bottling plant. That's where the quirk station is. Uh, seven o'clock every Wednesday, we have our free quirk shops. Basically come and geek out with us. Yeah, absolutely. on, On Wednesday nights. And uh, stay tuned for Traveling Quirk Shop. Yep, and I like the idea of traveling. That's a great idea. Good. All right, Brian, thank you so much. Thank you, Lydia. For more information about the Quirk Shop, how you can get involved and maybe uh, not miss another one or maybe um, have an idea for a mobile one, make sure to check out our website, and that is recordtalklisten.com. We'll have direct links to all of Brian Oxford's various projects and uh, so you can keep in touch and, and get involved. While you're on our website, make sure to look over on the right-hand side. We have a sweet little donate button. Um, it helps keep your local podcast alive and uh, able to get the interviews that you like to listen to. So make sure to check that out. Also, we want you to be able to take us with you wherever you might go. And we have platforms for you to do that. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Republic, and google play so you can download our episodes every week they'll come to your phone so or whatever mobile listening device you prefer so if your 2017 new year's resolution is to listen to more podcasts we can help you do that um we have all of our previous episodes available for you to listen to on our website and on all the previous platforms mentioned if you are listening to the show and you noticed today we had two sponsors, we're very thankful for them. But if you have a business yourself or know somebody who would like to advertise on the podcast and have access to thousands of people to get the word out about your product, make sure to send us a message at recordtalklisten at gmail.com. We can make that dream come true for you. We are always looking for listener feedback as far as who we should interview. Maybe you would like to come on the podcast or maybe we can improve on something and we would love to hear from you. So if you are listening to this podcast, that would be you right now. 
let us know. Get in contact. We're on Twitter at RTL Pod. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Record Talk Listen. And an old-fashioned email always gets through at recordtalklisten at gmail.com. This has been another episode of Record Talk Listen, where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much.